time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. <laughs> Welcome to Mutually Awkward, Episode Four. I'm Paige, and this is Vince. And it's a Sunday, and we are recording actually later than usual because we both had very busy days. You know, I kind of like I like the idea of recording late at night. I kind of feel like、uh, like one of those midnight radio DJs.、Mm. You know, like and also the room there's a, like one lamp, so I see、yeah. your shadow. We're actually recording in the dark. Yeah,、oh, well, we're not in the dark. Lamp. Yeah, in a, in a darker room than usual. And then your shadow and my shadow, and it's like. Actually, we have several lights on, but it's still dark. It's darker、yeah. than normal. Yeah, and it's like we're kind of recording. We can pretend we're like recording in this in this radio studio out in the mountains and like late at night, broadcasting to the world. And it's kind of like the coast to coast AM. Yes. Do you know what coast to coast AM is? Yes, like Space Ghost. Was Space Ghost from Cartoon Network? No, no, coast to coast、oh. AM. Oh no, Space Ghost was that like. Parody talk show, right? Yeah, cartoon character. I used to se- watch that from the seventies. I never saw that show. I I just remember because it was on late and I would stay up late and I had no idea what they were talking about. But I was like, that guy's a bug alien and that guy looks weird. Like, yeah, he was like, he was like a Batman. The guy, guy, yeah, but he was like a Batman without ears. Yeah, you know, it was weird. Well, well Coast to Coast AM <laughs> is this paranormal radio show that I I still listen to. Um, it's on every night on AM, some m- multiple AM stations. I just get it from the internet because we're not in America. But、uh, pretty much, it talks about the interview. It, it, the host is named George Norrie, and he's this dude who interviews all these crazy people who's been abducted by aliens or the professionals who research. It's all paranormal stuff. And talk about demons and that stuff. That sounds really cool. I want to check this out. It's really good. It's like it's fun to listen to at night, and it's and I don't listen to it believing everything. But I, it's just fun to listen、yeah. to, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and I also don't listen to it like saying, "Oh, this is all bullshit." I kind of just listen to it like, "Wow, this is real. It's cool." Yeah, actually, I totally I'm into that stuff. Like in a sense of yeah, where it, I don't really believe in it, but it's just fun. It's basically just fun. Like I love alien stuff. Just、yeah. it's fun to think about,、yeah. you know. Like so. last night, I was just listening to one where there has some guy saying how there's secret government bases under that's fifty miles underground where aliens and soldiers work together, and、that's、it's like cool. yeah, and falling asleep to that is crazy. I probably wouldn't fall asleep to that though. Actually, yeah, but I would love to listen to it, like at work. I probably would be less productive, but I would probably have a better work day.、So. But it just just shows like how crazy the world is because Paige. The world is falling apart. I'm gonna go into some darkness here. All right. This is what kind of I'm just waking up and I'm just seeing there's dogs getting hit by trains. I that that I didn't. Ferguson、okay. cops are killing yeah. people. Wait, can we can we talk about the dog thing? Because I went on Facebook yesterday and there was only one post about it, and someone had post. I ended up unfollowing this person because you unfollow them because of stories. No, 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 because、you. of other things like the same day. Wait, but, what, wait, what other things? Well, no, because she posts too many like personal, like there's like almost like one post she had was basically she asked her aunt to like message her, and I was like, why would you make that your status update? So I think that I think <laughs> the, it's someone who doesn't know how to use Facebook, but she、right、does. I think she just and then like there are a bunch of comments.、So、I think she sees Facebook as like a really 
family-oriented personal thing, which is fine, but I was like, okay, enough. It's not funny. I was like, enough, (laughs) unfollow. But she did post about the dog thing, and it was all in Chinese, so I couldn't really read it, so can you tell me what happened? Well, from what I've heard from word of mouth is that it was in New Territories. Mm -hmm. Um, You know how the the trains over there, the MTR, most of the trains here in Hong Kong, they're protected by glass. The people are protected from a a glass wall that separates you from the train. Mm -hmm. But in New Territories, which is an area of Hong Kong that's more north, closer to China, less cities, more suburban out there, more country-ish, a little bit, kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so like the trains there, it's like a normal subway. You could fall into the traps and die. And anyway, apparently the story goes this week, there was a dog that fell down into the tracks or somehow wandered onto the tracks and the dog and a train was on its way and the dog was actually trying to get back onto the platform no, where his paws are up. Fuck. And people, instead of helping the dog up, which the dog was offering its paws, people were just looking, gawking and taking photos. Are you fucking kidding dog. me? Yeah. Oh my God. What the fuck? I'm very disturbed i'm very upset and disturbed right now holy shit because i saw a picture where someone was holding up because there was a big protest basically that's what i saw and they were holding up the sign and there was a picture of the dog dead i it was a very small picture i didn't want to see it but so i guess all the people who protested they would have saved the dog so there was a protest about there it. was a there was a, it was not really a pro it was like a protest and and vigil so the people went to the site where the dog was killed they put like candles and flowers and stuff and they basically had signs that said like hey like a dog didn't have to die today you know and at first i thought it was because a train didn't stop but then i didn't know it's because people were dumb and just were like look at this you know from what i heard the train did stop but then the dog disappeared so then the train just went again and then they ran and then they found like blood and Oh. oh that's gonna sound great to the mic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's really sad and gross okay so that's what but i need to why would someone that. see a dog trying to get up and they're gonna take photos of it like like it's last moments because people are vicious and they eat dogs but not <laughs> in hong kong well i don't know like well, as a chinese person you should be well self-racism I'm... here <laughs> <laughs> no i just feel like okay my theory is i because okay hong kong's a little better, but I, no, no, no. Because the thing is, people still poison animals here. I think pets to Asian people. I'm just gonna speak on behalf of Chinese families because I don't. I can't speak for Korean families, Japanese families, but Chinese families. The concept of a pet is a new idea. Like we had so growing up, we always had a dog. My mom was an animal lover, still is. And from our relative, our relatives used to like not make fun of us, but they would kind of like chastise us and be like what's wrong with you guys this is an animal like the dog belongs outside he needs a guard dog he's not part of the family yeah and so that was the idea of it and actually when i had gone to taiwan in the like when i was 18 19 i saw a lot of stray dogs like packs of stray dogs i remember one time my uncle i used to have to work at his company and they had this dog that was tied outside 24 7 and Ember would go up to it, and you couldn't touch it because he was, I mean, I wouldn't want to touch it because first of all, he had fleas, and he was also probably not trustful of humans. Yeah. But he had, like, fucking egg sacs growing all over his body. Ew. Because no one did any, they just gave him food and water, and his jaw was just a guard. So it's, there's a lot of animal cruelty going on, and it wasn't, it was only until the last five years, 
like in Taiwan and stuff where people are saying, hey, animals are our friends. And only recently I started seeing stuff where people were like, hey, don't eat dogs and cats. You know, there are pets and friends, whatever. So the idea of animals being part of the family, pretty new. And I think, and I think because of the like small dogs and like golden retrievers, like purebreds and stuff, people are, are wanting those dogs. But if you think about it, people still don't adopt like mutts or like strays, you know, because they don't. They're just like, oh, I don't want that. I mean, I want- there's, a, there's a class of people back home that are the same way, too, where they only they pay extra money for pure That's dog true. show dogs, pure yeah. bread. But at the same time, it's just like, so basically pets, it's a recent addition. And even, like, no offense, but when I see people with, like, this is Hong Kong. Hong Kong is very hot, tropical place. People don't have large spaces. They don't have yards. They don't have, like... Backyards, front yards, they don't have any of that. And then they have, like, massive dogs, like huskies, golden retrievers with a lot of fur, winter dogs in Hong Kong. To me, I find that, I see that as kind of animal cruelty. Like, in, the, in like, the dead of, like, the heat of summer, I've gone out and seen dogs where they just refuse to walk because they're so tired, they're so hot, you know? The other day I was walking to work, and there was this dog, and he was all shaved. And I remember I was like, oh, cute. And I looked, I went closer to it. And it had, like, boils all over its body. And I think it's because of the heat. They get, like, fungus and shit. So it's just, like, people... The heat's giving me boils all over my body. (laughs) But that's the thing, right? People don't... They just want this animal so badly. They don't think about it as, like, oh, this is a life. It has... It feels things, you know? So let's just get this furry-ass dog in, you know, this tropical country and, you know, whatever. So that's why I'm not as surprised that people would do that. Though I find it, I still think it's, I mean, it's wrong. Like, they should have saved the dog, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's funny, though, because you were saying how, like, dogs are kind of, like, a new thing in this society. A new, yeah. I mean, dog pets in general. Um, I think I think in terms of names, there's an interesting cultural difference, too. Because my friends from Japan, they thought it was really, when I was telling them that, like, my formal, my former pets, I told them, yeah, my, my first two birds, they were named Jonathan and Samantha. And they look my friend gave me she's like what? that's a weird name. why would you give them human names like, that's really really strange like all my <laughs> all our animals names well so my mom said every time they had a dog or any relative that had like a black dog its name was like shadow like just by default they don't even think about it you know just shadow shadow, shadow chance or basically like little black that's what they would call it just like very like Eh, that's what your name is, you know? Blackie. Yeah, but, um, and I, even to this day, whenever we name our animals with human names, my mom gets really freaked out, you know? Because she's like, it's weird. Even though she loves, so she loves it, animals, it, but... It is a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, it's strange to name them human, give them human names, and she'd rather name them, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I have this obsession where I want to kind of name my pets after presidents. <laughs> I mean, those are, like, good names. Yeah. Know, very... I think I told you before, the next if I ever get a pet, the next pet I want to name it is Kentucky. I I always want to name a pet like something really cute or like a, an object, like button or something. But then when I get the pet... Breadcrumb? Yeah, but when I get the pet, I give it like a... And like honestly, so my cat, his name is Spider. And honestly, I think that's the stupidest name. Like, I'm just like, why did I do that? But when I first saw... Actually, before I even met him, I was like... His name will be Spider with a Y. You know, like that's just his name. And every day I look at him, him and I'm just like, I should have named you something else, you know, but whatever, it sticks. So. But you know, if you, you could change it. Like, it's not like changing a human's name. No, but like... he's Spider, you know? Like, he's like anything. Like, I've tried other names, like Steve, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. And just doesn't, Steven. <laughs> doesn't really stick. So he's just Spider. That's good. That's a good. That's, uh, that's not bad. Uh. 
Yeah. So I know the next pet I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have this like idea, and then I'm gonna give him a really dumb name. Do you want to get another pet though? Um. Yeah, like after Spider, I I really can't afford and just to take care of two things, but we'll see. I mean, I I feel like I'm not gonna be petless forever, you know, because I like animals. So it just it depends on my circumstances and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had a strange week. A very okay. So on Tuesday, I randomly went to Macau. Macau is basically um, another territory. I'm trying to raise it. Yeah, it's like how it's pretty much like how everywhere every major city outside of Asia has like the Chinatown. This is like little Portugal. Yeah, <laughs> it's so in China. So I got a text from a colleague, and they were like, "Oh, do you want to go to Macau?" And I was like, "I was feeling really shitty that day," and I was just kind of like, "What the hell?" Like, fuck it. I was like, "Yeah." And then the day of, they're like, "Okay, well, you need to take out this amount of money." And we're going to go after work. And I was immediately like, fuck, I can't, I shouldn't do this. Like, my gut was telling me, don't do this. Because first of all, I don't even know how much money I have left in my bank account. But then I was like... And, and, and folks, before we say Macau is a whole different country. Yeah, That's so you have to, you get on a boat, you get on a ferry, it takes about an hour. You have to go through customs. <clears throat> and then, yeah. So, like... I go home, I get up, take out money, and then by this point, I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving. I was, like, so excited, and mostly because, like, I was able to take out money. I was just afraid it'd be like, oh, you know, not enough cash or whatever. So we go, and then um, we leave at, like, 8 p.m., get there after 9, basically just have time to eat and walk around. And Macau is a weird, like, to me, it's really strange because it's most, it's they're trying to be the Vegas of Asia because, you know, Vegas is you know, party central, you know, just kind of like Sin City, right? Macau isn't really like that. It's mostly just for gambling. And then the rest is like residential. So you're kind of in the middle of all these like, it's, I felt, it felt like China, it felt like Hong Kong, and it felt like a, a movie set. It was really strange. Kind of portugal Kind of, no, because I, w- I didn't even get to, because I was hoping we could go to this, there's like this old town kind of Portugal Portuguese area, but it was like an, like, too far so we kind of stayed right around where the ferry pier was and it was just i mean it was interesting to see the backdrop because it was like giant ass casino weird like coliseum replica and then like these kind of gritty looking apartments like all in one like viewpoint so it was really strange it actually made me want to go back to see just old macau but we had um, some really good Portuguese food just at some, like, we just walked into this place. And then afterwards, we went to get a massage. And it's really cool because you can go to these massage parlors and just they give you the massage, you pay for the massage, and you just sleep there. I had the best sleep ever. I mean, it was the best, actually the best massage of my life because it was a full body massage, 90 minutes, usually. And you can sleep over. And you sleep, I mean... You're not, like, in a bed. It's basically a massage bed. But they give you blankets. You're not paying for a hotel room. They have showers, like, done, you know? And it was just a really great massage because I felt like usually people, especially I've gone to, like, Thailand. I've gone to Indonesia. And um, they're supposed to have really good massages. And they – so I feel like they kind of get lazy about, like, head massage or whatever. But this place was very thorough. And I um, highly recommend it to anybody who's interested in going. Anyway, so the next morning, wake up at 5.30 to get to work. At this point. 5.30. Yeah, oh at this point, God. I was, like, awake, like, yeah, and then we get onto the ferry, and then I take a nap mistake because I wake up super grumpy, get to work at, like, 
8.30, which is ridiculously early. And I was already pissed off because I'm like, I should not be in the office at 8.30. I, that's just weird, you know? It's wrong. It's wrong. So I was angry and, like, cranky. And then and if, and I drank a lot of coffee, and it kind of just messed up my system for the next, you know, day. So that was strange. It's, and, and then it's, I, oh, and then, then the worst part is I pretty much took out all the money in my account. <laughs> so I was really sad. Partying the rest, account. I mean, it wasn't even part. It was just eating and, like, walking. And so. I was going to say, some of the people that you went with, I feel like they're morning people. They're really morning people. I would say one person. I don't know. It was a weird group of people because I normally never hang out with them. So I was just like, all right, just go and stuff. And everything's are okay. Um, one guy's a morning person. I, could, I think I knew who it is. Yeah. It's not the person visiting. It's not the guy visiting. No. Okay, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and that's why I feel like if I was like, I feel like when I'm really, really sleepy and I'm around a morning person in the morning, like, cheery, hey, good morning. Good morning. They were good. literally on the I, cab. I, I fucking want to choke them out. On the cab ride. To work, they were like, "Oh my god, don't talk to Paige. She is really grumpy." And I wasn't even hiding it. I was just—I had a headache, and they were kind of nice about it because they were like, you know, trying not to talk to me and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't that I wasn't a morning person. It's just because the ferry ride back was awful because they were blasting AC, and then it was bumpy, and then I just—you know—when you take a bad nap, and it's like not like. The not like so when you're in that REM REM sleep mode and then you yeah you're, you're interrupted yeah it was terrible I was just pissed off and um so I would never do that I would never do that again but it was one of those things where like but yeah because of that I'm like super broke and and that's led to some other like sad moments this week but we let's talk about your week no I want to talk about the sad oh, no I have some stuff to talk about but okay I wanna, well I guess I'll we'll, finish off my week so let's go to these sad moments okay we're talking about darkness this week All episode right. four then we're actually the it's dark times we're like in a dark room everything so this is this is mutually awkward the midnight hour late night late, late night live with, in the studio yes live um. Yes, I can't remember what happened the other couple days, but this weekend I actually had a lot of plans. Like, I got invited to this, um, um, what is it, like a food-making party on Saturday. I was supposed to go on a junk party. A junk is basically what they call, what is it, a yacht? I don't know, a boat, like a boat party. You, you pay some money, you get on a boat, you sail off to some island, the boat docks, you swim, you sail back to Hong Kong. So I, was, I had paid money to go on this boat, but but I think I never really wanted to go because I'm just not into this kind of stuff. And the only reason I signed up for it was because one of my friends really wanted to go. So I was like, all right, well, I'll, you know. But I think because I didn't want to go, I never really invited her. I was supposed to lock her name in, like, you know, like, and I never did. So finally, one of the people organizing it, they're like, hey, like, your friend never, like, you never signed her up. So she Don't lie, go. you just never did it. You just didn't want no, to No, I really did. I didn't do it, but I thought I, I thought I did, but... I didn't, you know? So I was like, oh, shit. And I felt really bad because and yet she kind of really wanted to go. But I was like, this is... This, but I said, yeah, I was like, this is my exit. You know, so I texted her. I was like, I'm so sorry, you know? And then um, then I you know, texted the other person. I was like, hey, can I, like, get my money back? Like, I don't... I can't go, you know? And they're like, yeah. And so I felt pretty good about not going because I needed this money. But at the same time, you kind of feel left out because... The whole food making party on Saturday was so people could make food for the boat party. So because of that, I was like, then why do I want to go to this thing? I'm just going to feel super left out. And you're making this food you can't even eat. Yeah. I mean, we could have eaten the food along the way, but I'm not. Everyone's like, yeah, junk. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go home. So 
I just didn't do I didn't go anywhere on Saturday. It was supposed to be a me day, considering how last weekend I spent it all with people. This week, you know, I went out with people. So I, I felt like I really needed this time. And this is a strange thing because I feel like I'm in a weird place where normally it's obvious when I feel exhausted from people and I just need me time and then I regenerate or whatever, I feel better. But I'm in this weird cusp where like, I don't want to be with people because I, I want that time to myself, but then I can't be alone because I get really sad. So the whole day was me sleeping and waking up and trying to like not be sad. And then like, what did I do? Oh no, I ended up stressing myself out because I had to do like these last minute design orders for something. And then I was gonna watch a movie, eat dinner, watch a movie, but I ended up falling asleep at 6 p.m., waking up at midnight. And then I was like, great. The midnight hour, which is what I love, but this is my peak sadness time, basically, because everyone's asleep. <laughs> that's your peak? That's like midnight? Peak you're... sadness. And I'm like not tired. I just slept for six hours, napped for six hours, you know? So I was like, I gotta watch something funny. Um, I was gonna watch Harry Potter. I wanted not just funny, but or something like happy. So I want. I was downloading Harry Potter. Which Harry Potter? Sorcerer's Stone. Because I realized yeah. for some fucking reason, I had all eight, but I don't know where I put them. That is the happiest one to watch. Yeah, so I was down, but it was taking forever. So I, oh, I found this thing that one of my friends told me about. Have you heard of Popcorn Time? No. So it's basically this thing where you can download. I don't know what to call it, an application, and you can stream movies just from your computer. The only downside is the volume's not very loud. Anyways, I downloaded Incrementu, which was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, it wasn't even that funny. So I just didn't feel like, you know, like I didn't feel like I got, you know, you know anything out of it. I just felt kind of blank after I watched it. <laughs> kind of just like, okay, what should I do well, now? I don't feel sad at least, but I do feel like I've wasted some. Yeah, so, I basically right, so, felt like I wait. I was like, man, why didn't Harry Potter finish And at earlier? this point, it's like 2 a.m. probably. Like 3 a.m. And I was still not tired. I think, did I make dinner at this point? I don't know, but... I think I did see your, your Instagram post where you said, like, you're like up till dawn. That so was, you're, no, you're, that was 6 a.m. Yeah. I posted that. And <laughs> that was when I was like, okay, time for bed. But I couldn't fall asleep till 7 and um so what did you do from three to seven i was well just on computer tumblr and then i was oh, i ended up writing a bunch of songs oh that's cool yeah like because i wanted to blog like on my um hong kong blog but i just didn't feel happy enough to, I was, it was i was gonna write about robin williams like i was gonna write about um robin williams death like just a personal finally, eulogy yeah but i was like oh, this is too much you know and i ended up just just doing whatever on the internet and then um it's weird, like, my, because I got my eyelashes done on Friday, and, like, the fucking lady, I don't know what she did, but she put, like, glue in my eye. So then at one point, I was, like, crying, but not crying, because it was just the glue in my eye was making me tear up. So I was like, I guess this counts. And I was just, like, kind of crying and trying to fix my eye, you know, and, like, but not sad at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I did, you know, I chain smoked again this time my highest amount of cigarettes stuffing. which, which <laughs> means i'm very you're like sad de- you're desperately stuffing cigarettes yeah in your mouth. because i have this thing where i measure the amount like also on average it's like four and four is kind of like i'm sad and then it's because i'm like but i feel it and it's weird because the, the less sad i feel the more i end up smoking i smoked like eight yesterday <laughs> so that was it was kind of i think when i smoke more than four it's I'm so sad, but I don't even know I'm that sad, so... It's funny. I feel like our depression slides back and forth because, like, 
Last week, you're having a really great week. And you're and like, I was, and I, got, I was in a really, really dark place last week, like unbelievably dark. This week, I was, I was kind of on top of the world this week. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, like my week, okay, my weekend. So my, well, my weekend actually started similar to your Saturday night where I was, I was supposed to go to the movies Friday night, right. like a late movie, but I got home around 7.30 and I set my alarm to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up at 8.50. So I set my alarm to 8.50, yeah. but then I set it to 8.50 a.m. So <laughs> You woke up at like Luckily, Luckily, one. the friend that I was supposed to go with, though, um, she was sick. She okay. got, she got you know, with the flu. So I was, Otherwise, she'd be like, what? Yeah. A flake. <laughs> but, but, but I didn't want to waste the tickets because yeah. it, oh, it, it was her birthday this week. So I was like, oh, I'll buy your tickets. And then... And, but did she go? Huh? No, she got sick. So, okay. So she couldn't go anyways. But then um, I ended up sleeping in until, like, I, I, I woke up and it was, like, almost 11, pushing 11 p.m. Mm. I'm like, frick, what did I do? So it's, like, 130 bucks down the drain right there. Oh. 130 Hong Kong dollars. So That's still Yeah, it's, it's still annoying. Still not fun. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be home on a Friday night, so... I'm still mourning Robin Williams' death. So I watched Hook on Netflix. Mm. Hook was amazing. I love Hook. You Ru- know, Rufio? Rufio has the greatest move character entrance ever. Hook is one of my favorite movies. You know, Martin? Yes. He hated it. He hated Hook? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you read reviews, a lot of people don't like Hook. Hook which... was so... But the fact... Okay, so I haven't seen it as an adult. It's one of my favorite... Tra- I was actually thinking about watching um, Hook. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I was... Act- no, I think I wanted to watch Mr. Doubtfire, but I was, act- I was like, no, I'm not ready for Mr. Doubtfire yet. I was not watching Hook. Well, don't get me wrong, Mrs. Doubtfire is leagues ahead of Hook in terms of... Yeah, but I think Mrs. Doubtfire, it's very... Because it's more, like, less funzy, you know what I mean? Like, so it was too serious. I was like, I can't watch that. So I was going to watch Hook, but then... I was, yeah, I was still feeling pretty sad about Robin Williams, so I was like, I'm going to watch Harry Potter. But Hook... So the fact that you say as an adult, it's a great movie. I don't know why people hate it. And the, it, why? Uh, I don't know. I mean, cause it's not Steven Spielberg's best movie. But it's an, but well, it's just a fun it's, movie. It is, and it's like Dustin Hoffman. It's it. like the sequel. It's I like, didn't know it was him. It's like a, it's like a sequel to P, the original Peter Pan story. It's like oh, what if Peter Pan did grow up? And Which is an interesting concept. In yeah, itself, yeah, right? and, and, and Rufio's fucking rad. Yeah, so for Rufio, if you guys don't remember, Rufio is the He's so the, fucking cool. I had the biggest crush on him. Oh, you did? Yeah, he was like, as a kid, you're like, who's this mohawk, like hottie, like come, <laughs> this badass, like swinging down and yeah. like, you know, like isn't afraid of Peter Pan or Hook, and he like dies for yeah. him, right? I had forgotten about him. Okay, okay. If you don't, if you don't remember, Rufio is one of the members of the Lost Boys in um, Hook. And he's pretty much the lost boy who takes over for Peter Pan after he decided to live so in, cool. in the human world. And so when, when when Robin Williams comes back to Neverland and he's with the lost boys, Rufio comes and challenges them saying, you're not Peter Pan, you're a piece of shit, you're a fat piece of shit. You call him fat, <laughs> you call him fat and lazy, like he makes fun of them. Yeah. And he's so ballsy, he was like... Fuck but you. His, his, first of all, his entrance scene was amazing. Like, well, how do you know he was... He's on some, like, still boat skateboard sliding <laughs> down. <laughs> and, then every, and then everybody... Like, I'm going to add... You know, I'm going to add the clip. The, just an audio clip of that yes, scene to the podcast. Yeah. Because, because every... Because all the other kids, all the other Lost Boys start going... Rufio, Rufio, wait, was it Rufio, 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 
goes up against Hook at the end of the movie. Even and Hook- he dies yeah. for Peter Pan. And he takes it. He's like, when he gets stabbed, I remember he was just like, yeah. yeah like, fuck you, Hook. And, and then like, he's, and then right, and Peter Pan's remember. holding him in his arms. He's like, the only thing I ever wanted was to have a dad. Oh just my like, God. Just like, just like so you. sad. And then that's really sad. I mean, I don't think about that. it. They, they're a bunch of homeless kids living that's on really the. That's really sad. Yeah. And so, here's how awesome Rufio is. They're a bunch of homeless kids living on an island, and somehow he finds um, hairstyling stuff to get on Mohawk <laughs> somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and he dyes his hair red somehow. He, he bleached. Someone on the island knows how to like bleach his as a hair salon, yeah. like a Tinkerbell. Like. Maybe magic. Yeah, maybe Tinkerbell goes into the human world and brings the product, (laughs) like brings it back and never. Because he looked. I mean, just his outfit. I think as a kid, like you see this because he was young enough to be like this is a person who was a little older than me or whatever, and to see him dress like because all the brother other Lost Boys they were just like kids in like flannel or whatever, right? No, actually. If you, no, if you watch it, it's, it's interesting what Spielberg did with these Lost Boys because I guess the, I would actually Wikipedia them afterwards. And like the Lost Boys are all kids who got lost or abandoned in the real world and they get taken and never land if they're lost for more than seven days. And the Lost Boys are actually kids of all different races and they're and they look like they're dressed from different times. So like there's some there's oh, some there's right some, there because there were some like colonial looking yeah guys. Civil War looking yeah, kids. Yeah. And kids looking like they're from like Africa. So basically, whatever, wherever they, whatever they were wearing when they got lost, they got picked up. Yeah. Oh my god. But okay, so because of maybe that, Rufio was from like 2014, and like he got. <laughs> he was he, from, no, he's from 1985. That's where Rufio. Oh yeah. Dude, that makes sense. And then because Neverland, you never grow old. You just have that style forever and Neverland is outside of time because once you're there you never age so, so, you, so kids fall in from different times yeah different and then times. your hair just like stays red and like up forever <laughs> and you just look fucking badass like yeah so anyways like seeing a young person look so badass you're just like oh my god I love you and I want to be you you know yeah so, so yeah I mean and even I was like even thinking like, wow a Rufio spinoff would have been awesome just, just to see how he became Rufio, the leader Rufio the actor is really cool actually Dante he, Basco oh did he grow to do other things so I mean I don't follow him too closely but so basically he he, he you must have had a, you had a big crush on him you know his name yeah. well because he wasn't he's I saw him in other movies and oh. stuff because he was on all these my mom used to love all those like Step Up or whatever so we used to watch them and he, oh, he was, was he was in Step Up um, he was in one of the dance movies I can't remember what so he's actually a dancer like in just you know and then um, he was in I he was in this like he did a voice he was a voice actor for like an anime I can't remember what it is but he basically has a huge fan base and he's so awesome like he goes to all these events and he's very active in his a fan base and he and people so basically people remember him for, as both Rufio and whoever the person he plays in the anime Whom we don't know who that no, is. I don't know I'm sorry I don't <laughs> watch anime so but and he's very like he really wears that role he like accepts the role and he's just really great to his fans and stuff and and I always, to me, I always feel like I like seeing people who are just very, especially actors, because that's how you get a big fan base. How, especially if they're very like, like what is it, proactive or they give back kind of to the community and stuff. Because they, they really acknowledge that you guys made me like who I am kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, in general, he's a cool guy. Yeah. So. And he added, yeah. and he's one of the reasons why I think Hook is a good movie. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I gotta say. 
on a, on a side note, Julia Roberts is pretty. I don't really find her attractive, but in Hook, really? as Tinkerbell, she really? she has because you like the pixie cut. Oh, I like that that pixie cut. Like I love her. Yeah, I like her haircut in that movie, but. Legs. Because like, <laughs> really Tinker, you know Tinkerbell's she's outfit. Tinker, legs. Tinker, well, even the legs an, for days. I mean, even the animated Tinkerbell has legs. legs. Yeah, legs. So yeah. like, yeah. So they, Julia Roberts, that was pretty tempting. Um, the so person, so the person I remember the most in this movie for some reason was um, who's a lady? She was in Hot on Harry Potter. But the grandmother, the old Wendy. Oh, Maggie, some Maggie. Maggie Smith. Yeah. For some reason, when I used to watch that movie, they they made her look so freaking old. They made her like ninety three. Yeah, the, I remember. I was like, as a kid, I'd be like, this woman is about to die. She looks younger in Harry Potter. Yeah, I was out, like, that came out twenty years. I later. was like, this woman is about to die like any second. Like I was always. I remember when I first watched it, I was so concerned for her because I felt like she was just gonna drop dead because she looked just looked so ancient. So then growing up and later seeing her in other films, I was like. How? Like, how is she still alive, you know? It's funny. I didn't realize until later that was her from Harry Potter. So when I was watching it, Hook, I was, like, getting kind of shot. I was like, wow, because she, she's really great in Hook. She's like, she's one of the best. I don't be- remember. Her acting is, like, one of the best. Like, she's really amazing mm-hmm. in Hook. But she brings the, even though her, her parts are her parts. Yeah, are I do actually remember she her had part, some, like, Because yeah. she's Wendy. Yeah. She's so, that's, yeah, like, yeah. the most fit. Even though her part is small, the part her character's like her character's role in that movie is small. The part of Wendy in the Pan universe is huge, so so her scenes were really heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. And I got really sad. When I was like, wow, she's probably she's probably been dead for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I realized who it was. I'm like, she's not even. Yeah, they she could be really, in the. They fucking made her look like she was about to just like turn into ash. I fucking swear, like ash ketchup. No, like <laughs> like ash like dust. You know, like literally, she was gonna disintegrate. <laughs> And so, yeah, as a kid, seeing her in other movies, I was like, oh, wow, like, she transcends, you know, age. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. She was, I actually remembered her the most. And Rufio. You should watch Hook. It's on Netflix. I will totally it's, watch it. It's, it's good. Or it's a I great, bet it's on the streaming thing. And it's yeah. a great Robin Williams. Yeah, it's thing. kind Rest of like a, yeah, like a good uplifting, because, yeah, uplifting movie. But interesting that you mention the, um, what Rufio says to Robin, to Peter Pan about him being the dad. Because actually, I had a conversation with a friend about just yesterday about Robin Williams, <laughs> and like, um, and I real because she was saying her favorite movie, Robin Williams movie, as a kid was What Dreams May Come. Oh, I hate and I that. was like, oh my god, I hated that movie so much. A because like it was it was to me as a kid it was terrifying. It was just terrifying. But also, I have these issues with parents, especially dads, dying <laughs> and leaving. Mm-hmm. And so, later, like, when we're talking about this, and she was like, I think it's very specific to you, why you would feel this way. But I was like, yeah, I think, actually, that's why I never watched, as a kid, he's, Robin Williams was my favorite actor, so I pretty much watched, like, whatever kid movie he was in, that he was kind of, like, a kid role, you know what I mean? Like, even Jack, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was a big kid. But I couldn't watch, I just didn't want to watch him in any type of movie where I felt like, he would be a sad character, I think, because I didn't want to see my favorite. He, because then I, I later and realized that's why you hate one-hour photo. No, one-hour photo is just that was when I was older. It was just terrifying in itself. <sighs> but no, like I couldn't watch like for, for some reason I, I refused to watch Patch Adams as a kid because first of all he wasn't he like a clown and I just hate clowns. Wasn't he like a I've never seen Patch. I, it's supposed to be a good movie, but yeah. I just thought oh he's a clown. I don't like clowns. That's a real feel-good movie. And it's 
but it was a hospital scene, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, it's probably sad. This is like mm-hmm. my child brain processing this. And I just, because I later realized yesterday, I was like, he was my TV dad. He was my, not TV, like my movie dad, you know? And it's just like, I don't want to see my movie dad be sad, you know, because I didn't grow up with a dad and stuff. So it's just like, I realized later, oh, I, so what dreams may come was like the worst movie because he fucking dies, you know? And he's, and I'm, because actually all I remember from the movie is when he dies and then when he's like a ghost and looking at his family or something like that. And it was so tragic to me like not even the rest of the movie like i just don't remember, you remember what it's about it basically like goes to heaven oh no he like, goes through everything so here's, right so oh, here's what happened i i i tried rewatching it actually around i think when i went back home for christmas and i got so bored so i just stopped uh, just but, so the plot is pretty much their son their son that his son dies and oh, robin williams, is, is, robin williams is, so actually he's the one who loses his family robin williams wife kills herself Oh right, shit! And then totally. he gets in a car accident. Okay, okay, okay. Or no, 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 no. I think. But he dies. No, no. I think his their son dies. She falls into a depression. Then he right. gets in a car accident and yeah. dies. He goes to heaven, and while he's in heaven, his wife kills her kills herself. So since so she kills herself, she, she go, goes to like purgatory she, or she, something. She goes to like hell. Yeah, he tries so to save he, her. So so like he goes. So he says, "I gotta save my wife." So he goes. Oh, Cuba, Cuba was... Gooding Jr. is like his guardian angel, and there's like they're like looking oh, over. I forgot the, about they're, him. They're, yeah, they're looking. They're like looking over the cliff to hell. And he's like, I gotta save my wife. And so he, he jumps out of heaven into hell. And Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, no. And then he goes to hell. And like, the way to pull her out of hell is to like, get out of your depression. I, it was really, I just remember it was really just, really scary. Like, seeing all this shit happening. And I just, I think I just couldn't get over the fact that like, this was happening to my favorite actor. He was going through this terrible <laughs> thing. You know, like, because it, it was my first serious role as a kid seeing him in this really not even serious. It was, like, scary-ass role, you know? Like, especially for a kid, like, heaven, hell, death. Like, that's not, like, something I want to watch. There's one thing I loved about that movie, though. What? That was, like, it brought a smile to my face. It's just, like, everyone's dream. So it's, like, as soon as Robin Williams goes to heaven, his childhood dog runs up to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, whatever, Jake, whatever. And he's, like... <laughs> and it's, like... Yeah, I don't like these but, 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 like, that's, that's like, that's, like, the ultimate kid fantasy, like, right? So, I don't know. Like, I just but like your your really your pet bad. dog that died and your kid comes back. That's like yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I I think that's more that's a movie where I probably will never rewatch. I'd rather rewatch one hour photo than see like, that movie. I love one hour photo. I just, no one. Everyone's like, do not watch one hour photo. And I'm just like, yeah, I've seen it, and I don't plan on rewatching that either. But um, yeah. So Rob Williams, yeah. R.I.P. So back to my Again. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got a little off track there. Yeah. Um, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Your weekend where you are on top of the world. Yeah, okay, well, so we left off. So that was my that was my Friday night. I saw yeah. Hulk. I love yes. this. Um, yes, Saturday, yesterday, I went to the Hong Kong Heritage Museum with my friend. Ah, the Ghibli stuff. Yeah, I went to Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. um, exhibition. Mm-hmm. I have the flyer right there. Mm. It was freaking rad. Like, they have... They have like Miyazaki's like original sketches for all the all his movies uh-huh. and and they show like a bunch of trinkets and things from the from his entire series. I think it's like a sample of the big Ghibli museum that's in Japan, mm-hmm. and this is just a small promo for it. I you guess. know how long it's still up for me? It ends this month. Oh shit! So if you I have if, time, I have like not much time. I don't have much time to go. Yeah, which means you probably won't get to go. I won't go then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very lazy. <laughs> But it's really, yeah, it was really cool. It made me want to watch Ghibli movies this mm. weekend, even though I didn't have time. Mm. 
And then after that, um, actually the Hong Kong Heritage Museum is near this temple. Um, so I got to go to this pretty cool um, Taoist temple. Is it the one that it's like, they say it's the most beautiful one in Hong Kong or no? I mean, it wasn't super, super okay, then beautiful. Because there's supposed to be one that's like really amazing, like a Diamond Hill or something. But you weren't. Oh, there is a temple on Diamond Hill, but yeah. it's not that one. Okay, so you oh, I, I almost I, I almost went to Diamond Hill. I saw it from a window and it is beautiful, but I got lost. Okay. I can't find it. I will go there one day yeah. later. But it's, yeah, um, the temple is cool. It made me realize that actually I haven't been... It's funny because I've been at temples in Taiwan and in Korea and China, mm-hmm. a lot of China, and in Japan. I haven't been to that many temples in Hong Kong. Yeah, I haven't I, either. I live here. I'm like, uh, is there, are there a lot of temples in Hong Kong? Well, they have like... Because was it a big temple, like a big one? It was, it was a big giant, like God, a huge, okay. it was big. Because they have the small mini ones, right? Yeah. The mini ones, and... Like on random streets. Um, yeah, there's one down the, the street. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they have a lot of the mini ones, and that's why I think the Diamond Hill one is supposed to be it's really beautiful because it's really big. So I don't know if they have many big ones. Besides I mean the big Buddha, that one. Uh, I guess they're not yeah, I mean that's a t- that's, that's a tourist one, yeah. but I mean it's a big one. I mean all temples, all the big temples are kinda of tourists. like they make money off tourists. Yeah. No way. Even but, the one in because I used to go to this one in um in like Hacienda Heights, I know that. That's, yeah, that's the one that we one. All know. Yeah, and that one we actually because my mom's Buddhist and we used to go there like for like you know practice and religious reasons, but also it was very like I mean we used to eat there. I mean no, they serve food at any time. It was my, very like touristy. My family, the non-Asian family, we drive by like look, there's the Buddhist temple. We're like oh yeah. We I used to go to Chinese school there. Oh cool. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, I, a lot of memories there, yeah. I guess. It's massive. I guess it's a big temple. Yeah, it's massive. But at this point, would you be like not impressed by it and not be like this is a fake ass temple? Um I don't I don't know cuz I don't like it's like what's real and what's fake, right? Because that was I mean, people still practice there, so it's like okay, yeah. it's a legitimate temple, but, but they do sell souvenirs, you know, yeah. because a lot of them they want donations and what But, but after seeing like, you know, like the Forbidden City, you know, like the. Really I didn't good. go to. Oh no, I did go to the Forbidden City. Oh, but the Forbidden you City the wasn't. Summer, you didn't go to the Summer Palace. No, I didn't. But the Forbidden City, yeah, it wasn't really a temple. It was just this big yeah, ass. Dude, like I remember I was there. And the I was, Forbidden City is not even a temple. So. Yeah, but I that's I, Temple of Heaven. I didn't go. Actually, I really wish my cousin was like. He was like, if you, because I went to Beijing to see my cousin, like, was it a year ago or something? And he was like, if. He's like, I know this is your first trip here, so you want to see the Great Wall, you want to see the Forbidden City. But he's like, next time you come, you have to go to the Summer Palace. He's like, I would have just told you to skip all that and just go to the Summer Palace. Was it really nice? It's a, it's fucking, it's an all day thing. Pretty okay, much. it could be all day. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I just remember the <laughs> walking through Forbidden City, and I was like, this is a really <laughs> huge place. I'm really tired, and I forgot we like walked through a whole city. Like I was, just, you know, I just wasn't thinking. But you but. saw the Great Wall, and like, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I think the Summer Palace. It's a more fun day than the Great Wall, but I, I think for us, the Great Wall is something we the just great, have to see. Yeah, the Great Wall definitely wasn't like fucking like, woohoo, fun, you know, except we went down in toboggans. That was kind of cool. But the hike up itself, walk because it pretty much looks the same every angle, but it was more like, oh my God, I'm on the Great Wall today, yeah. you know? But okay, next time I go to Beijing, I'll definitely go to Summer Palace and see the District 978 or whatever because I actually still haven't seen oh, it. Oh, 798? Yeah. Oh, that would be your jam. Yeah. I mean, you, gotta, you, have to, I, you plan on going to Beijing before you leave Hong Kong? Um, if I can't, actually, it depends because there's still so many places I haven't been. 
But I'm like, if I can... Well, if we just get a free work trip. Yeah, if it's pop, they're not going to send me to Beijing. But if it's possible, I will squeeze it in. But if not, I have to I have to see Japan first, you know? Like, yeah. I have to go to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So, after um, that temple... <laughs> okay, um, we're getting super sidetracked. And then you're like, right. Back to, back this to is my a, this story. Is, this is the never... I know. <laughs> <laughs> back to my day. We're still on your one yeah, day. Yeah, my week. <laughs> Um, I came home and actually I had like I guess the Ferguson stuff right. in my mind. How it's like, oh well, even if like if it goes to trial, it's probably going to be not fair. Or whatever, like it's it's I don't know. It's, not, it's it, no matter what, people are going to be unhappy with, with whatever happens at the end. I don't think this the way this whole thing's going to end is going to be a happy ending. It's never a happy. It's never ending. exactly. So I just felt like watching something court related. So I watched. Um, <laughs> Law and Order. No, I watched the Twelve Angry Men for the first time What's on Netflix. That? It's this. It's one of the best movies ever. Um, you should watch it. It's really good. It came out in 1957. It stars Henry Fonda, mm-hmm. I think, and pretty much it's about this Latino kid. He, 1950s. Yeah, mm-hmm. this Latino kid. He ki- he 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 stabbed his own father. He he got he went to court for stabbing his own father and murdering him. Mm-hmm. And 12 men have to, they're the jurors, and they have mm. to decide if he's guilty or innocent. And if he's guilty, he's going on the electric chair immediately. Mm. And so the whole movie takes place in the in, in the room, where no, in the jury's room, where they're, at first they're all like, he's, obviously he's guilty. He's from the slums, he's guilty. And then there's one guy who's like, well, we don't know for sure. It's like, I'm not saying he's innocent, but I can't say 100% that he's guilty. And if, and if that's on my mind, I can't send the kid to his death. And the whole movie is just them having these intense arguments, and they go through their different beliefs. How one guy thinks the kid is guilty because he's having his own problems with his own son, and his son punched him in the face one time, mm. so he thinks he must have killed his father. One guy, he's older, he's he's really racist against people from that neighborhood and against like people of color. And one guy, he's a good, he just doesn't give a shit, and he just wants to go home as quickly as possible. Mm. So like. And the whole and the whole yeah the whole movie and the whole movie just takes place in the room and they're just going over until every until like obviously they all come to a decision at the end of the movie and I and like it's it's considered one of the best movies ever and it's, it's been on my movie bucket list um, for years to watch and I finally watched it and the movie is so gripping and it's not I can't believe it. it's not it's, even though it takes place in this one room except for the beginning and quickly at the end. It's not. It's like not boring at all. Like you're. Like it keeps going. Is it in black and white? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really famous, and and it just and it makes you just think about the whole court system yeah. and like how like I mean the, the whole the whole theme of the movie is like our court system is you're 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 pre- no matter what you're presumed innocent until proven guilty. Because there's a line in the movie where he's like, "Well, what did the kid say to defend himself? To defend himself?" And he said, "Well, he doesn't have to defend himself. It's their job to prove that he's guilty. He doesn't have to do anything." Well, that just went over my head. Why? It was really deep. Like I, I have to think about that. Wait, why? Wait, wait, wait. This is I'm really confused. So, so there's a point in the movie where he's like, he did a, like his, he, he had like a, a court. The kid had a court appointed lawyer, which was really shitty. Uh huh. So he's like, "Well, they did hardly anything to defend him," uh-huh. and he's like, "Well, technically, he doesn't have to defend him. he." himself because the law says that he's innocent. Oh, he's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Right. Did I say that backwards? No, I just, it just was real, a lot of things and I was just like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I got it. (laughs) And it's funny because like a lot of, 
a lot of that is lost on people all the time, right? Like, yeah, e- even that's if that's absolutely. even even if that's part of our law, we usually put we usually say people are guilty. That's so interesting. That's why I had to do a double take because I was like, whoa, like yeah. they said that. Yeah, and the, and actually, the and the movie doesn't end. Um, okay, so I mean, the movie's super whole. So here, spoiler alert. Mm, I want to watch it. Okay. Oh, you're gonna watch it? Yeah. Okay. One okay. Day. Okay. Well, well. I mean, it's still worth watching. Okay. Well, anyway, the movie never says he's innocent or guilty. Don't spoil it. Okay. But the the thing of the movie is like you can't prove he's guilty, and they, they, they were trying the okay the point of the movie because a lot of modern movies say oh the court court view movies are proving the guy's innocent right the, the point of the movie was you can't prove that he's guilty 100 percent that he's guilty right so, the, neither so, can you prove that he's 100 percent yeah oh, okay yeah but since you can't prove that he's guilty you can't kill him so it's basically kind of just saying this is like the thing in the court system yeah right? this is like seriously way above my head i feel like we should just move on i'm like you should just watch i'm gonna show how little knowledge i know about this so let's just move on on. but you should watch it one day when i'm like maybe when i'm like 43 why why? because by then i will probably get it better You'll get it now if you watch it. Not that hard of a movie. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right. Maybe it's just me. It's a simple movie. It's just... I mean, it's, it's just... I, I, yeah, I'll get it when I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but just when we're explaining it and we're talking about it just like this, without any visuals... It's, it's funny. This is, like, cause this is like the second week in a row I've watched like an old court movie. Because last week I watched Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh, right. Senate, the Senate. The, yeah, so it's like, what old movie... What I guess, are you watching next week? You know, Anchorman wasn't so bad because... I love how you go like Anchorman. You go from these two serious classic <laughs> no, films to fucking... <laughs> Anchorman too. Because, okay, it wasn't... Because we're talking about explo- kind of like exploiting the system, right? So, okay, first of all, Anchorman 2 is pretty shitty. Like, it's just... It's and not it's also, funny. And it's okay? funny because Anchorman was really highly anticipated. Anchorman was really... I thought it was really funny. But I, the last time I watched it, I was also like 18. Anchorman 2 was just... I seriously did not laugh a single bit. I felt like they were trying too hard to be... Like, too hard to be funny. But the one thing they did try to... Well, they tried to... Basically, the whole movie was about why the news is so... Is bullshit, basically. So they were saying, like... Basically, oh, yeah, Ron Burgundy, he was... The, he was a... He kind of made news what it is today, which is car chases and animals you know like stuff like that which i thought okay interesting but it was just they were trying to make it super funny in the middle and it just wasn't funny but i gave it a 1.5 one wow because because 1.5 because the 0.5 was because i was like oh the message okay but it, ugh, no, it's the not biggest good. disappointment since arrested development season four. Oh my god i haven't did you finish it i never I got past the first episode. you know no I one finished. finished it and no one talked about it after it just kind of died like no one i sometimes I wa- think about it like, i watched the first episode and then i never watched it i then. watched i because i was sick i remember i was sick that night or that week or something so i i went i watched six episodes and I was like, oh my god, I can't. Like, where is this going? And it's supposed to, you know, I, I just, I never finished it. Maybe it's like a lesson, like, they shouldn't give people don't, what they want. Yeah, not just that, but don't, like... Revive. If, it, if it's too long, forget it. No, it's just, like, Anchorman 2, right? Like, it's like, people want, people it, people want, want it so badly. They're, but maybe if the writers themselves didn't anticipate... For a further season, it happens for a reason, right? Yeah, or, like, or just don't I do don't a shit because they brought back. Um, I never got into the show, but they had that Veronica Mars movie this year. 
which was based on the TV right. show of Veronica and Mars. Did it do well? It, um, I don't know if it did well, but because I don't know how big the fan base was, but fans liked it. So then they the were fans sad. didn't like Rest <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing because no, fans didn't even finish watching. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, like, you know how they were supposed to revive Mrs. Doubtfire too, and then there was Jurassic Park four whatever right and i remember it's like why are they having all these revivals my friend was saying it's because all the people who grew up with these movies now they're old enough to be the ones remaking them and it's like that's that's kind of like risky right because then you're gonna have it's either gonna just cater to the specific audience or it's just gonna suck overall i think yeah it's not gonna be like groundbreaking i mean yeah i'm getting to that age too now I'm still preferring that they just come just, up with new stuff. Yeah, and just kind of let the old, just let them be, you know? Just let it be what it was. Don't try to, because that's, that's always the thing in general, right? If something in the past, it was just ended, but it was good, like, why go back and try to, don't fix what isn't broken, basically. Yeah. You know they're making a Power Rangers movie? Well, that I would never watch that. I would, if they made a Pokemon movie, fuck, I will, I will watch that shit. I will watch I'm that I'm surprised shit. they haven't made one in Japan yet. Like, why haven't they been on, like, just, they, well, first of all, they should just, the Japanese should be the ones who make a Pokemon movie, I think. Mm, I feel like the Pokemon in, because Pokemon's kind of been ongoing, right, in Japan. I mean, they still, come, I mean, they come out with movies every year, but they the animated movies. Um, but I feel like within. And the TV show is still on. But I feel like within the mainstream, so I feel like most of the world got into Pokemon, like, when we were 10 or 11, that's when it came out and then it kind of died out for a little bit pretty much died out and i feel like recently because of i don't know ds for something suddenly everyone's back into it again so that resurgence is pretty recent i would say what they should do fuck the movies i want a world of warcraft style they we we talk about this on the show because that's what i want that's what i fucking want imagine a real life pokemon and unlimited like a quest because then it would make sense right because you can to add in more pokemon just up upgrade the patch you know yeah. just update and then you can play with your friends you can form your own fucking like pokemon team take on other people pokemon is the one that oh that would be my dream because that with the DS remains fun and all but you're kind of playing by yourself and you're always like man if only my friend was here we could like do shit together and, and that's cool and, and yeah and that's cool but that's kind of, and I, I mean, we each have DS to be play all the time. Yeah. But also, that's like the old world of playing. We're kind of entering this is the future. Yeah, yeah. This is the future. They, they need to get with the time, and and I mean, they could they could just keep updating the world. That's, that's how they, so because they'll still make money. Otherwise, because I was just thinking, because they were lately they've I've been following. They're like, oh, we're you know, there's gonna be all these like new mega evolved Pokemon, and was it Pokemon Omega Red or something? And you're just like, oh, so basically, I have to buy a new game, start all over. I'm already still like, I've been playing this game for over a year. I'm still like not even halfway because I like to take my fucking time. So it's like, okay, I have to start all over to catch all the Pokemon and the new ones. Whereas if you had it online, you know, you don't have to start all over. You just keep upgrading. Yeah. And then and you could even do it like in that cartoon where when you enter a new, you, different regions, you enter a different region. Oh my god! You can start all over if you want. Like it, the possibilities are infinite. But the only thing, the only reason I feel like they've totally realized this and thought about it, but the only reason is because was it Nintendo, right? Yeah, that's how they make their money to make it off of these like Game Boy, like portable consoles. Well, and stuff, they could right? maybe make it. They should just make a way to have it. Um, I don't know. An because offer. it's like if there's a way to somehow even do it on the DS. That's fine, you know, but yeah. you can't. It would just be so much cooler on the computer, though. Like, can you imagine a giant mega-ass screen? And you're, like, walking through, like, 
Kalos region yeah. and friends. I can hang out with you. We can trade Pokemon like easy, like a lot easier. We can battle people. We can form our own <laughs> posse of people. You can play with people from around the world. That's oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> I want that game. Yeah, it would be a dream. Also, I want a Super Smash Brothers like game with only Pokemon. So that would be like a. With, wouldn't that just be Pokemon? No, because because real Pokemon is RP is, a, is an RPG game where yeah. you have to strategize, pick the moves. Right, right, right. It's right, based right. on stats. But right. I also, but I also want a, a, a I want a button bu- mashing oh yeah, a, bu- a button mashing fighting game where, Dude. where where which is like the cartoon. I mean that couldn't be like the real Pokemon game because those. Cause, but it's just Pokemon characters, yeah. not just like Bulbasaur. Yeah, like I, I like the RPG fighting style too. So that's part of Pokemon. But you just can't to get have another one, yeah, you know, like and, expand and, and, their franchise. And, and it would just be epic fights like the cartoon where it's like. And you're just like throwing. Oh my god! Yeah, they need to. That's why whenever. That's why whenever like I play Super Smash Brothers, I I like to just have Pokemon only fights with like the four ones they give you. Because you want to, you know. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I only play Kirby. Well, if Kirby existed in the Pokemon universe, he would be a Pokemon. He would be a. He would totally. Kirby is a Pokemon. He's kind of like a Ditto. He steals other people's moves. Yeah, Kirby's Kirby would be like an evolved form of Ditto. If Ditto would does Ditto evolve? Um, no. But if he were to evolve, he'd be Kirby. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let me continue. <laughs> let me get my weekend story here. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, so after, um, watching today, after that, it was, was Sunday. It was Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> I met up with my friend today. Um, got, today was a pretty chill day. Got some, um, Korean chicken. Where? Got, got some beers. In, um, TSC? Causeway Bay. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's the same one, same chain, but it's new in Causeway Bay. Oh, nice. Korean chicken best. Then we went to Shangwon, wandered around. I actually went to that night market you told me about, that new one. That art, PMQ? The, yeah, PMQ. Was it okay in the daytime? I don't know. It's nighttime. I, I actually went. I came back right before. <gasps> oh, was uh, it cool? We were, we were loitering in the restaurant for like four, well, three hours. Was it cool, hours. though? It was, it was cool. It was, it was okay. Because okay. when I went randomly this one day, it was like empty. So I was like, Bleh. I mean, this was, I mean, I didn't see anything I wanted. It was like some sad girl. By her, it was like some sad girl. Playing guitar with her boyfriend or whatever on the drums, and nobody, like only one person was like standing there listening to them. It's pretty, like, I mean, because I know they do their fairs and stuff or whatever, their night markets, but then I don't want to go because it's so packed. But then when you go on any other day, it's kind of sad. Like, there's nothing there. And also, everything there is pretty expensive. So I'm like, well, I can't buy anything. So I guess I'm just not going to come back. <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention. So I, after, but no, last night before I did watch 12 Angry Men. I went and I I so I got home from the Studio Ghibli thing uh-huh. and it was so it was getting late. I was like, oh, I need dinner. So I was looking for that for that taco place that you went to on Friday. Yes, Little Burrow. Did you find it? So I found it. So I walked by. I found it and I was like, oh, it looks good, but it's not a restaurant to go to by myself. Why? Because it's a, it was like a Saturday night and it was like full of people. Oh, it's full I of it's, it's, it's full okay. of, it's full of yuppies. And I so, saw some people sitting by themselves oh, really? when they went, yeah. But also Friday night, it wasn't crowded. And this was like later too. This was like um, pushing 9 p.m. Okay. So it was a different crowd. Uh-huh. So I was like, I can't go here. So actually, Which you could take away. So, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, I, I, I ended up going to Young Piggies, which is, I got like a beef burrito there. This one is so, it's, first of all, their burritos are like massive. At a... At Little Burrow. Really? Because, I thought it was small. So I thought, no. It's called Little Burrow. So I thought it was like okay, Little Okay, fuck little the name. Burrito. Because... The place, so so far, this is my most favorite Mexican joint that I found in Hong Kong. Only because the burrito is fucking huge. I have to take it home. I couldn't finish it. And then um, I ended up getting the veggie burger. I forgot. Oh, because I wanted 
salsa or guacamole or something. But I got they because you could get you have to basically you build your own burrito. So you get like you want the carnitas, you want some veggie or whatever. So I got the veggie burger, and then you can choose like the rice kind of rice, and then you can choose. I forgot. I just got some shit with bacon in it, so I didn't have. It was like a veggie burger with bacon. You know, it was so fucking good, and it was just it was huge. It was heavy. That was uh, and they gave us free drinks. It was Friday night, so they, we got free margaritas. Whoa! And one of the friends <laughs> they would say free refills. I'm like, no, no, no. I was we got almost free more excited. Margaritas that were strong, and then one of my friends, she because she got there before, I already had her free beer, and she thought she could get another free beer. So she asked for one, and they were like, "No, you can only get the free beer with your meal." And she was like, "Oh!" So she went back and sat down, and then the guy just gave her, and they were giving us beer like and drinks in like cups. But he gave her a bottle on the house. Nice. So I was like. You know, little girl, girl best awesome. humans. They have one in Causeway Bay, right? We tried going there. But yeah, it was. It was this one looks better because it's bigger, though. It's bigger, yeah. Because I've tried, so I tried going with you last time, and it was packed. And then I went, I tried to go again recently during lunch, packed as well. So this is place I would totally come back there, like on a Friday night by myself. Want to yeah. go now? Um, I want. I want to <laughs> eat flying pan. You know, you know what? We could go now. Oh, oh, we'll see. They're not even be open. Yeah, it's probably yeah. closed. It's we are closed. recording midnight. Yeah, now. and also, really, it's midnight. No, I mean we were. Oh, oh, the recorder is about to battery is about to die. All right. And we are over an hour. So, um, this has been episode four of Mutually Awkward, and we went over our weekend our week pretty well. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Follow us on mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com that's m-u-t-u-a-l-l-y a-w-k-w-a-r-d dot tumblr.com she can spell people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send us yeah, send us a message with your thoughts your questions anything you want rate us give us five stars yeah give us and five write stars. us a review and write us a review please we got some reviews already uh, but since we're kind of like an international podcast, we got reviews from different countries, so they're not all showing up on the same iTunes. Yeah, we realize so that. So wherever you are in the world, write us a review. Could be short, could be long. Tell us how you feel. Send us a message. Thank you. And until next time, peace out. Bye.